First part. The Bloody Boy. Chapter 1. The First Step. Sarah Falk had passed through the mirror in one decisive step. Behind her, she left the basement of the familiar safe house and the support of people who'd known her all her life, the tight-knit band of guardians and friends who would have died to protect her just as much as she would have risked everything for them. It was thus a hard first step to take away from them, but she took it boldly and decisively, and she did not go precisely alone, nor without means of self-preservation. She was armed to the teeth, carrying a bright candle in one hand and the raven on her shoulder. She looked herself up and down in the reflection, taking a brief inventory, slender but stout top boots visible beneath an oiled silk overskirt that emerged from a black riding jacket buttoned tight around her lean body, her hands bunched inside equally black gloves, on top of which gleamed two gold rings. The difference she noticed about her appearance, apart from the unaccustomed weaponry, was that she had taken to wearing her rings on the left hand, her recent travails having involved losing the other one and the rings with it, leading her to nearly expire, until it had been miraculously returned and even more miraculously reattached. Above all that was her face, taut with exhaustion, but still, as ever, decayed too young for the prematurely white hair pulled tight into a thick white plait which curled round her neck and hung over her right collarbone. The eyes that looked back at her from the mirror were the grey-green of a midwinter sea, and she was pleased to note steady and determined, despite the tug of exhaustion and the drumming of her heart beneath the tight coat buttons. Right, she said so quietly that only the raven heard. Let us go. And she took a firm pace forward into the mirror. She passed through the surface of the glass with less resistance than popping a soap bubble, and then she stopped dead. She lifted the candle. It seemed to flare brighter as she did so. She stared ahead into the uniform corridor created by the endless reflections of the mirror stretching away into a vanishing point lost in the darkness beyond the throw of the candlelight. When she turned round, she didn't see the back of the mirror she had just walked through, but an identical tunnel of mirrors, now stretching away in the opposite direction, until it too became lost in the gloom beyond the light. When she looked down, she saw the mirrored ceiling reflected all the way up into eventual darkness, and when she looked to one side, the same endless multiplication of reflections stretched to right and left. So, she said, a maze it is. The raven clacked its beak in her ear. I know, she replied. We shall have to mark the starting point if we are to have any hope of returning. I shall... The raven hopped to the ground and shuddered briefly. Then it lofted back on her shoulder. Where it had stood was an impressive splatter of bird's mess. Well, I'm sure that'll do nicely, said Sarah or, if not quite nicely, adequately.